Hello and welcome to another episode of the New School of Thinking podcast, The Impact Series. Today we have Arun Silva with us, and he talks about what it's like to be a creative, especially in Toronto. Um, so let's hear what he has to say, because he, he talks about how it started, he talks about how his journey has propelled him into his views of his career, and he talks about the struggles that he's been through. So without much more to do, let's get right to it. Enjoy. Everything's good. Just trying to take it day by day. Nothing special, but just another day in a creative's life, I guess. So welcome back to another episode of New School of Thinking. Uh, Dean jumped in there and introduced our awesome guest on uh, this week's episode. We've got Arun on the line. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for being here with us. Thank you for having me, guys. Of course. So along the lines of creative, we just... uh, I think you definitely embody that. Um, we've come across you, we've engaged, we've had that relationship and uh, a cool spark of a, of a friendship, of learning about your creativeness. But speak to us as to how you define creativity and you as a creative uh, within Toronto as a community. To define me as a creative, I think it's just, um, it's really hard to put into words. Um, that's where my creative outlets kind of come into play, um, whether it's through architectural design or photography. Um, I can never really put what my creative source or what it embodies into like word form, I guess, but I definitely could always kind of translate that through my art and my design. So it's always it's always been kind of a struggle to, to, to be put on the spotlight like this and be asked these questions, but the best way to describe it is it's just me. And uh, there's really nothing else. Like, it's just, it's all me. There's really no frills. It's just whatever I feel, whatever I feel like putting out there, it just comes straight from the source. And that's just me, right? So, and uh, the only thing with being a creative in Toronto right now is uh, it's not as much as a niche anymore. And a lot of people are definitely getting into it. And it's hard to kind of distinguish yourself from everybody else and kind of, because there are people that truly want to be creative and there's people that kind of just want to do it for notoriety and uh trying to find the balance because you know it is all marketing and branding at a certain point but trying to be pure to your creative elements and trying to to push out the most purest your purest work it's getting a little hard in the city right now yeah so like i'm so glad you said that because i find that i i see i see it everywhere now you know what i mean like growing up you, you never used to see the the, the influencers the creative type and now it's like wherever you look, it's there. So you're in it. How isn't that annoying? Like isn't that just frustrating? You know what I mean? Like you're in it. It's like you're starting something. For me, for me, I'm you know I'm I'm not in that in that world. I guess you could say per se. But um, if if I'm in it, I'm trying to make a living on it or something like that. Isn't that just annoying, man? Yeah, I I mean you really have to bite your tongue because you can't really. Um, enforce your views on somebody else's creativity i feel like and you can't really speak to that so i let people rock but at the end of it uh, i know what i have compared to a certain bunch of other people is much further it, it's my work speaks for itself and so when i see people just doing like if it comes down to fine art i see people tracing pictures and kind of just like posting them up like yo look what i did like it's cool you know it's, it's your own it's your own thing but 
there's people like me that are kind of trying to like steer away and trying to take whatever's in my head and trying to translate it onto a piece of paper like completely abstract completely something that's out of the norm and that people most people won't understand um there's a big difference there but like it, it is annoying i'm not gonna lie and i do get angry i do get angry but i have to kind of you know like you're gonna have to bite my tongue and just be like yeah. rock you know it's a big world out there and there's gonna be people that like my stuff and there's people that like other people's stuff as well so you kind of have to find a you gotta be a grown-up about it i guess that's what it is right right but how do you how do you do that like you have your style you say their style and you you i guess i mean you're you're your confidence level is up there because you just said you just told me that you know you're better you're better and that's the mentality that i think that the creative type has to have mm-hmm. like i'm better i'm number one mm-hmm. so like but but how if i if i'm someone that's looking at your work how do how do you explain it to me you know what uh, i mean like how do you I, get that point across um so usually it's not gonna if it's you i'm gonna have to kind of like kind of get a grasp with you you know i have to see mm-hmm. if you really like my work you know what I mean? And then I can move forward. People that don't like my work and I just walk right by. But if somebody is really truly interested, I'm going to kind of see it. And that's where I come into play and I and I like to like to level with people in a sense where me both of us kind of share the same views on creativity and therefore I can kind of just like just kind of like just grasp a, a bit of it and just kind of move into a conversation where you know what what really intrigues you and then there's little bits of detail that people will overlook and if you were to look over if you were to look at it and kind of see things that interest you, you know, it's going to be something, it's going to be a conversation sparker for us. Um, it's always, it's always hard to kind of like sell yourself right away. It's kind of having to break down your work and, um, um, how do I say this? It's like, so when I used to do, when I was in school and I was doing a lot of my architectural like uh, presentations and stuff, uh, there's a lot of people that didn't get my work at first, but then when I kind of started to walk them through my vision and certain mm-hmm. elements of it and where I get my inspiration from, it kind of makes sense. It's like a puzzle in a sense where it kind of mm-hmm. comes into play like at the very end. It doesn't come off right away, but I kind of have to break it down a bit. That's how it is. Right. No, that's cool. You're going to have to come out of your own head mm-hmm. to kind of explain. Yeah, that's yeah. cool. cool. Yeah. I see people bullshit it like 99% of the times, but I also see people that truly genuinely want to put a point, uh, convey a po- uh, point across. And how, you know what, when it comes to the world of art, and I'm sure, like, I, I'm really um, excited to kind of hear your perspectives into that because there is that high and low when it comes to the world of art and that creative outlet because there's that deep and depth involved in that relationship between yourself as an individual and your your creation. So how do you find that divide? Is there a divide? How do you balance your identity as an individual and then your identity as a creative? Um, for me, I kind of, my identity has always just been a creative. I don't think I've ever had to kind of battle in a sense where I'm one person elsewhere and one person always. Everybody that's known me has known me as a creative. So I've kind of just let that rock for my entirety of my life. It's the only thing I've been good at, to be honest. But there are people that are, almost like renaissance people like where they have they're good at like a bunch of other things as well as like fine arts and sciences and stuff like that but for me it's always just been creativity i mean i have i have a i'm okay with a bit of uh, other things but it's mostly been my creativity uh that's allowed me to strive forward in life and i've only i've only followed my creative gut and instinct i've never really gone any other route so to answer your question but when did you start when was that when was that moment you know like especially looking at expression because 
I, I, I can see where Jamal was coming from as well as to it would piss me off too if I were crafting something, putting it out, and now it seems like everybody's doing it for clout. Um, and you don't even I know. I didn't want to use that word, but it's the truth. You right. know what I mean? And I'm with you on that. And I think you t- you're touching upon um, a different realm as well because that's, it, it's applicable to the world of entrepreneurship as a whole. Entrepreneurs mm-hmm. are just creatives, right? In their own ways, they're just desi- designing, building, creating. But when it comes to this art form, people I find are taking credit for um, something that they didn't even create, like that mm-hmm. inspiration, that initial thought process, that initial um, idea behind a, a brand or a design is being dismissed in the process of someone else copying it. Or refining it in their own way, adding their little touch, and then throwing their name on it because, you know, it's just for let me Instagram hashtag I mean, something. There's a quote by Pablo Picasso. It's a uh, bad artist copy, good artist steal, and this is how the art world is. You know, just you got to you have to kind of let it rock. And for me, if anybody personally, if anybody was to steal my ideas, I know in my head I'm gonna come up with something that's Better. ten times over. You know yeah. what I mean? That's always been my mentality because. You can't let things like people copying you get to you because it's going to happen. It's inevitable. But the the challenge of being a truly great creative is to overcome these issues and become just create something that's even better. Essentially, you want to keep growing. You don't want to ever be stuck in this world of just, you know, just the same thing over and over again. For all we know that if we were if art was to stay the same way as it did in the 1800s, we just have really boring landscape portraits and like. You know, really weird stuff. Nothing would have moved forward in life. Mm-hmm. So that's 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 my mentality. That's my that's my view on it, at least. Well, that's a great philosophy. I think you're very mm-hmm. in tune with yourself, and it takes a lot of courage, um, but also I think a lot of self work that you've worked on beyond your artwork that has made you put that cap on. And I think that's a great takeaway for people that are listening. Of like, yo, never lose that mentality because I see that synergy between. Um, you know businesses or ideas in general that are like oh let's focus on competitors let's see what they're doing they're doing they're doing versus focusing on their own craft so that's definitely that needs to be part of um a growing and growth mindset for either upcoming artists or any individual because that's a huge takeaway for myself so thank you for thank you for mentioning and sharing that kind of uh, mental philosophy because it's listen like Every one of us is going to look at somebody and, and the word competition, it comes into play. If people you admire, um, you're either looking at their work and you're trying to get inspired by it. But competition in a sense is just like, um, it's just like, it's being very negative on the inside. You know what I mean? Like you're, t- you're not letting somebody else flourish their own work because they're, everybody's entitled to their own opinion, their own work, all that stuff. So when you're trying to compete with someone, you essentially lose all your your creative juices are being sucked away by this. Whereas if you're looking at somebody else's work and you're getting influence and you can kind of just take a little bit of this, a little bit of that and create your own work, it becomes you. It doesn't become something you try to copy or try to try to replicate essentially. So How are you it's something, up with it's that, something to, to keep in mind when for young creatives at least, because I see a lot of people trying to, well, this is for photography, but I see a lot of people trying to um, try to copy the same styles yeah um try to take certain ideas in a magazine and try to replicate it it's Mm. cool it's cool it's cool to do you know if you really want to get some practice your work and stuff but if you were to put it out there as your own work it'd be kind of your creative dialogue kind of gets diminished there it does it becomes irrelevant so how do you keep up with the times you know how do you what are the things that you do to kind of 
keep you inspired, motivated to keep creating? Oh, I read. I read a lot. Here, I'll show you guys. Wow. <sighs> I keep um, a bunch of like reference books. Huh. Oh, that's neat. Yeah. Looking at that alone looks like a whole bunch of inspiration. That's dope. This is is something I did recently. That's recent? How long did it take you? Uh, That's not recent. This is kind of old, actually. This is recent. This is what I'm working on right now. But um, yeah, Uh, ideas like that are sporadic. So I used to be able to finish work maybe in a night or two. But now I'm really taking my time, kind of letting my ideas flow in a sense where trying to make it more organic than kind of like forced mm-hmm. so letting it go day by day how i feel i let my emotions really speak in my work so i try to to let my feelings dictate what i create in a sense because i feel like if we're not in tune with our feelings when we create it really is nothing but there are times where i create blindly and i become and i come up with something great so it's it's a little give and take there so so you said something there you touched on something there what makes you and this is coming from me i'm not that much of a creative type but in my head anyways what makes you want to create so you just showed us some pieces of art that you work that you've worked on and one that you're working on right now what are you doing the one what is the motivating factor for you to do that one piece of art that you're working on now and why are you spending so much time to do it um i want my art to impact i want to be an impact in the art world that's what it is and i want to i want to be able to show all this time and work that i've that i've spent over years it needs to even if it doesn't get onto like a grand scale into this to the world of art i want to at least make a dent somewhere along down the road so i try to keep making as much art as possible i still haven't found my style i'm still Mm. going I, i i I'm like looking over sketchbooks that are 10 years old and I keep going over and over them. And I kind of take a little bit of my older stuff. And I'm and like, again, like I like to create on a daily basis because I don't know where I'm going with my art. Mm-hmm. And and I want to see where it will eventually take me and how my style is going to develop over the next 10 years. I'm only 26 right now. So the next 10 years, it could definitely change. You know what I mean? Like it, it could be completely different from what I have right now. Right. So what makes you want to get better? Um, why, 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 why do you, why do you have that drive to get better? Because to me, it seems like as we're talking, um, you just, you're just always looking to get better. You, you just want to keep doing stuff to better yourself. So, what makes you want to get better? Why? Uh, personal growth. That's what it is. I just want to. I don't want to be stuck in the same place forever, especially with my creativity, because that's the only, the only fuel I have for to keep going in a sense. Mm-hmm. If now, if honestly, if I didn't have the creative edge, I would have just ended up at a, at a very stupid, like, just a very basic, I would have given up. I would end up following, in a sense, this is me following my dreams, though. Mm-hmm. And I want to keep going for as, as long as I can. And that's why I want to keep developing my art and creativity, especially. See, that's, that's interesting. I had that, uh, I had a conversation with somebody recently, it was last week, and I was telling them, they're like, you know, you're, you're, you're kind of accomplished. And I'm like, well, you know, I'm just doing what, what I feel is right and what I want to do. And he asked me, he's like, well, what drives you to get better? Like, what makes you want to get better? Why do you, why are you taking these courses or why are you volunteering? What, why are you doing this stuff? I couldn't answer him, bro. I sat there like, I, I don't know. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I, in my head, the first, the first thing that came to my head when he asked me what makes you want to get better or why am I doing it was, was why not? Right? Exactly. If it's exactly. gonna better me, and I think yeah, I think you're in the same you're in the same mindset. Like, why not? If it's, if it's gonna better you for your future, 
why not do the work now? Mm-hmm. Right? And I think that's a great takeaway as well. Because our parents kind of installed it, especially for, I don't know about you guys, but my parents kind of said, you need to grow up at a certain age and kind of abandon certain things if it's not going to work out. If you're not accomplished by at a certain age, you're not going to be accomplished in the next 10 years, essentially. But I'm trying to break away from that norm and kind of show them that you can still do this. You can kind of just... For them, I understand, because they came to this country with nothing, essentially. And they had to kind of break all their dreams away. I mean, they had to kind of break all their dreams and kind of just pursue another route. But for us, we have the opportunity to, to work hard, but also follow our dreams in a sense. It won't be following our dreams and our, and our creative passion or whatever we're pursuing in life is not going to be 50% of, of our daily lives, but it will be like a, a good small fraction. And I think for me, continuing my art on a daily basis, even if it's just for 10 minutes, me sitting down and sketching something, I don't mind that because I kind of, it's a release for me as well. Mm-hmm. You should have been on our season one where we talked about our parents and how they... Their yeah, drive and their complacency as well. Yeah. That's, that's a good, that's a good you know, one there for sure. You know, our, uh, it's just it's different because I I really think about our parents' struggle, and I I definitely if I if I were in the same boat and I and I came to this country like that, I would have definitely been. I don't think I'd be in the same position as them. I'd probably be doing something mm-hmm. else. You know what I mean? Like it's it's the, the way they came up and what we have right now for ourselves. It's a totally different conversation, but I exactly. think it really affects what I'm doing right now in life. And uh, the fact that my parents were able to support me with my creative edge, even as a young as a young buck, and it's something I won't ever forget. So, what got That's... you into artwork? Like, what made you start? Um, uh, I think it was in kindergarten. I think it was just there's, there's a really cute girl. What? <laughs> yeah, oh, there's a really oh. in like kindergarten, and she really liked to paint. So I just spent a lot of time painting with her. And then I just, I was always good at art. My parents, my dad's an architect. Uh, my mom's like a, a creative person too. So it just kind of, it was in our blood in a sense. So it just, it just kind of spiraled from there. But I remember my, my first time painting was with this really cute girl in kindergarten. So, kind so of that, was a, from there. that was a defining moment. And that, yeah, def- that's what. Definitely, definitely. So the question now is, was this a passion of yours? Do you think yeah. it followed you or did you chase it? Um... It followed me. I, I don't. I, I tried to chase it, but it just not. I didn't try to chase it, but it just the the it followed me wherever it went. Anytime there was something creative in my life, I executed that so well, and it kind of just came uh, into like a balance thing where I would chase it at times, but it also followed me throughout the rest of my lives, throughout the rest of my life. Sorry, because mm-hmm. I went to high school in like grade nine for uh, like an art specialist program. Um, worked out, but it didn't work out after a year. But then. I went back into my home high school and uh, kind of just took art all years. And I really got, I really just didn't want to let go of art. That's what it was for me. I never wanted to stop taking it or anything, if that answers your question. It kind of does. So like, what kind of support group do you have around you? Like, how do your friends feel about your art? How, when did you realize you wanted to monetize? Like, when was that point where you decided, hey, let me take it to the next level. I have something here. Um, I think it was... Uh, probably in like the seventh grade um i was drawing a lot more and uh a lot of my friends really liked it and they asked me if i could start drawing on them because we all wanted tattoos at the time we're only in the seventh grade so i saw so that like your inspiration tattoos kind of thing it was it's, it's a small a very small fragment of my of my like art art love like there's like i also loved lego as a kid so that kind of put me into like architecture as well um there's a lot of things that i grew up with that kind of just it's like i never grew up but i kind of did like I'm doing the adult version of what I did as a kid, mm-hmm. so it's 
it's weird because I want to I want to keep like doing more sophisticated things, but <laughs> I kind of like see myself doing tattoos later on down the road as well. Like I I'm really considering getting into it again because I did for a bit in high school, but now I'm trying to um, start it again, I guess. So, look, what kind of advantages do you think you have being able to like having the supporting parents, the supporting friends, and being able to dabble in different um, elements of art, right, to help you find your niche and what kind of advice would you have for listeners out there that are kind of facing what that kind of spot where they're like hey um i have a passion i really like it it's an outlet but i don't know how to take it to the next step i would just say like simply i just put it as don't give up even if you don't have the support but you're passionate about something, if, no matter what it is, just keep doing it. Small spectrum, big spectrum, just keep going at it. Luckily, I got blessed with parents that are supporting me, that support my art, uh, they support, and I have friends that support my art as well. But at times, like they can only they can only support it so much. You know what I mean? If you truly are passionate about something, you really don't care about anybody, any anything that anybody else says or their support. You kind of just let it flourish. It might take some time. It might not happen right off the bat, but it will eventually flourish into something. I still haven't flourished at all, and I have all the support, I feel like, but there's so much more in life that is kind of untapped. And if you kind of go down what you're passionate with in life, like the creative route, things like that will start to pop up, and you'll see support come from places you don't, you never expected. And that's mm-hmm. my only advice to people that, especially young kids that are kind of their their parents or their their family or the friends are saying you know the, the the creative route is is too is too like overrated or anything like that people are gonna say that because they don't understand your passion and your love for for this particular field so i would say whatever if people if there's anything negative that's being said to it just let it go at one year no but on, on that on that note though arun when you're defining passion, how do you define passion? Because there's one one way of looking at it as as passion. There's a definition that I have towards it, but there's also skill. Did you did you pursue this because you've got great strengths or skill uh, behind creating and the artwork and the the genres that you're focusing on, or was it truly passion? How do you define that, or how do you define both both terms? So for me, passion is you can find the most mundane things you can find beautiful because there's a certain element of beauty in it that you only as a creative understand. And I feel like if people and I've, and I've been around people where they said, oh, they don't understand like certain things like I see beauty in, in destruction and certain people will never understand that. And that's just passion. You see beauty and creativity in, in the most mundane things. And sorry, what was the second part of your question? How do you know if it's passion or skill? Like you, you probably were good at it, so you pursued it. I'm. This is just an assumption, but I want you to clarify that for me. Like, did you continue this uh, this route because you were good at it? Did you build that skill set, or what was that driving factor? Like, how are you defining this as passion? Because even, you know, that that quote that I think it's um, some Roosevelt of like the the beauty is in the eye of the beholder. Mm-hmm. That is, do you think that's a learned thing or are you kind of born with it? I think you're born with it. Uh, it you can't really, you, you can develop it, but you 
but if you're born with it you can't develop to develop it to a certain standard and even me i'm not that i don't have all the skills necessary there's people that are 20 times better than me that could do so much different things but what i try to do is what i can do i try to push the boundaries with and i think that's where practice and persistence comes into play you really have to, to push the envelope and and use your passion to, to let that be because you I don't I don't draw like realism. There's people that could draw portraits perfectly. Mm-hmm. I wish I could be those people, but I can't. So what mm-hmm. I have to do is kind of use what I can that I can do and try to push that as far as I can. And also learn some new skills on the way along. I, I mean along learn some new skills along the way. Sorry, yeah, yeah, I'm a little yeah. nervous. <laughs> no. But yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I think that I think that answers your question. So who is a ruin? Like we talked, you talked about you are, you define creativity as you, but mm-hmm. who are you? Uh, sometimes I think I'm a piece of shit, but, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but like, you know, like for me, a rune is just, it's just, it's just this person who's just, who's had these struggles in my life, who's had the ups and downs of any normal suburban kid, but has found a way to take his his creative edge, his his likes, his his understandings, his his interests, and kind of just mash it up into this big creative like into my head essentially. It's just my brain works a different way. I feel like. And it's whatever I whatever I can push out. Like I wish I could write. I wish I could do a bunch of other things, but I can only do design, fine art, and stuff like that. So the way that my work reflects from my personality and what I am. I think that's Arun, and and Arun kind of just is this person who's just a creative and uh, a multi-hyphenated creative. I just learned that new word, so <laughs> I feel like. <laughs> so I think that uh, whatever I do, I try to attempt. Oh, what? Sorry, whatever I try to convey as myself, I try to keep it as pure as possible, and. Whatever I've learned and read and kind of been inspired by, I let that translate with my own my own specific edge to it. So, so do you think? Would you say that your experiences in life have shaped your your creative talent? I guess, or have cre- have shaped your creative mind, um, and has that influenced that mind? Uh, I would say about 60% of what's happened in my life has influenced it because I still have a lot more to, to experience and kind of grasp right. and, and mold because, again, I'm relatively young, so I, I still have a lot more to see in this world. But what I've seen and the people that I've been inspired by, I feel like, yeah, it is reflecting my work. Right. So because there's one thing that you said earlier that I didn't quite agree with, but again, this is my opinion, mm-hmm. that you were born with that creative talent right mm-hmm. for me it isn't for me something about experiences and what you go through in life and what you experience that also can can help you grow and as you grow you learn new things and you see things in a different life right mm-hmm. to me that that's something that you don't have to be born with it per se but your experiences do play a factor mm-hmm. at least that's that, that's the way I think about it yeah, you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. 
I think you definitely have the mindset though, Jamal, like uh, along those notes, like you have the mindset for growth, which makes you hungry, which is, it aligns with that hunger that Arun was describing when it comes to the world of uh, being a creative amongst a lot, but really differentiating himself of being born with a certain talent. So I think along those lines, I could definitely, like you're born with that open-mindedness to be willing to learn, you know, that's something you can't teach somebody. The wanting to learn, education doesn't work for a lot of people. Why? Because we blame the system. That's one of it. But that doesn't mean we we can't or we we don't want to learn. So I think that's where the differentiator is. But I think like there's that synergy between how you pose it. But Arun, from a creative to a creative, at least a (laughs) not so creative (laughs) to a creative, um, you definitely are born with certain talents for sure. Yeah. And the only reason I say that is because I feel like my entire life has just been from as far back as I remember I just love art and that's the only reason I said I was kind of born with it. it necessarily doesn't mean I was born with it but that's how I view it I feel like I was put into this world with a creative edge and I was born with it and that's the only reason I said it but like what uh, Jamal said you definitely like your life experiences do shape the way you think the way you see things so what he says is valid as well but again there's two different perspectives on it right so, so is it experience or environment I think that's a big environment yeah so whether you're you you're born with it or whether we're we're siding with what Jamal was saying along those lines then I think it's not experience experience maybe enhances or even takes you away from from this path but I think it's definitely environment like that whole nurture uh, Mm -hmm. um, exactly whatever nurtures your 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 young because as as young people our minds are molded so easily by the people our environments and people the people that teach it so it makes sense right and i've seen people that i've seen people that have like kind of grown to to like art over time uh and it's not necessarily that they're creatives but they just learn to appreciate it because they've they've experienced new things in life and they're not as narrow-minded and again narrow-mindedness comes from being in a certain environment not not being able to learn i mean not not being willing to learn anything so there's a lot of key factors in it so I definitely do agree with Jamal as well, but for me, it's kind of the born with the thing is just how I view it. And I hope like that doesn't offend anyone, I guess, but yeah. Offend them all you want. No, opinions are opinions. I'm trying to play it safe. <laughs> so Arun, so currently what do you do with art in terms of making money? We haven't touched upon that yet. Okay. Uh, so right now I have my own, um, well, I'm a freelance photographer. Um, I'm also a freelance CAD designer, so I do CAD work for a bunch of like clients and stuff like that. And I sell some fine art. But uh, my next steps are to get into tattooing, as well as um, start getting into uh, into uh, stage design if I can. But um, again, that's all. That's all depending on how well I could execute these. But as of now, it's photography. Uh, my architectural design work and CAD work and, um, and, I, and a few paintings and stuff I've sold. So it's so not a CAD? lot. Sorry, what's CAD? For uh, those that... It's like AutoCAD work. Okay. So CAD drawings. Um, it's a lot of uh, like 3D structural design and uh, layout design for, for buildings and stuff like that. Do you okay. like, do you do, do you do shop drawings? I do. Really? Mm-hmm. Okay. We'll be in touch. We'll be in touch. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so I mean, like that's that's fantastic, and like 
how did you get like how did you i don't think we touched upon it but like what was that initial point like you you remember when you first started and i was listening to something it's like when like people like to remember when they first started and they're at the climax of their passion is when they they move on to the next one and the reason they do that is because it's they want to leave they want to create that powerful memory right so how do you know when when it's time to move on to the next venture like you have it planned out what is the what is the next domino to fall for you to be able to say hey i've accomplished what i wanted to i put my work out there i put a rune out there i've done what i've done and i want to move on to the next next phase of creating a creating a rune out there I think when I get when I get bored, to be honest, I think that's the when I when I felt when my passion is gone and I'm mm. bored of something, I definitely that's my next domino. It's always been that way too. Um, just just an example, like uh, what I started off doing it with fine art was very basic, kind of very like very copy and paste almost. But now I've just I've slowly moved into just letting my pen kind of speak for itself and let my emotions dictate what, what, how my pen moves. Uh, that's just an example of how it is, but. It's essentially when I get, when I'm bored and, I, and my passion is kind of dried up, I know it's time to move on to something else. No, definitely. I hear you. But I mean, like, does boredom, is that like on the decline or is that still on the climax of like you're riding the wave of It's definitely something. It's definitely something that's up and down. Um, it'll come in waves, as you said. So there'll be days where I... There'll be days where I think that I've kind of just dried, like sucked up all my creative edge and kind of just watched, and I'm almost, I feel like I'm washed, you know what I mean? But mm. there's days where I'm like, oh, I need to get the have I just have ideas flowing in. I think every creative should have a journal just to jot down notes, ideas, thoughts. It really does help because as we get older, you just forget shit nonstop. So hmm. it's yeah. something, something I've definitely learned or even if I see something, I just write it down on my phone right away, kind of look it over. And uh, I let things like that spark my, my creativity in the future, essentially. That's, man, you, you I, as you were speaking, I don't know if you've tapped, in, tapped into poetry yet, but you should definitely look into two words because you say things so eloquently and there's so much expression behind it. So I commend you on that. That's definitely... Uh, a creative avenue for a new Arun to be uh, born. Um, really shows how, how much you've grown and refined um, your work. I mean, seeing, I know when we first saw your work, we were like, yo, is this in Vice? Like, amazing. Um, <laughs> and we can't wait to, to share that kind of content with uh, the people that are listening. And moreover, I think we definitely have a, a another episode that we'd love for you, uh, to host you and dive a little bit deeper as to uh, the emotions side of things because I think there we didn't dive in too much into it but I think there's such a a depth in in who you are as an individual and how you you come back up and you know as you as you answered Dean's question as to come come back um from the ups and downs and out of that boredom and then back into uh motive being motivated and inspired to create again i think that's where a lot of uh, a lot of folks can learn from and not just 
follow where you know hashtags are going these days so mm-hmm. i want to take this time to um truly thank you for for sharing so much tidbits of knowledge i got i learned so much from you uh individually and i'm sure jamal and uh, dean can attest to it but to let's get into a future episode can't wait to for have sure. you back but i thank you so much for your time today on the new school of thinking podcast and also where can people find your information and uh, find out more about your work um i mostly post on my instagram so it's arun a-r-r-u-n-s-e-l-v-a at uh uh, with the at some more front on Instagram but yeah that's where it is so far um, like most creatives I'm kind of still a little wary of putting my work out so I haven't really launched the website yet but definitely this year I'll get that up and running and I just want to say thank you guys for having me I really appreciate it. I love spending time with you guys so thank you again for having me well, thank you for joining us man uh, yeah. thank you awesome. anytime there you have it guys one more in the books hope you guys enjoyed that episode um arun is a young talent great kid coming up um take we will obviously showcase him again um and keep you guys on track on what he's doing uh, so follow us for those details also follow arun on instagram um it's at arun selva a-r-r-u-n-s-e-l-v-a uh, that's his instagram tag and just see what he has see what he has to offer there Um, As always, we appreciate you guys listening, we appreciate you guys following, and we hope that you guys are staying safe uh, through these difficult times right now, but, you know, we'll get through it together. Just keep listening, and more content will come. Have fun.